Hello, uh, this is a podcast about a blog I wrote um, for a book. It's called The Course of Love by Alain de Botton. And I gave it a four uh, stars rating out of five. Uh, I think it's, it has really good info. So I'm going to read you what I wrote. Um, great insights about romanticism and a good story as an example of one couple's relationship and how it evolves through time some highlights you're my best friend and i want to know and come to terms with your mind in all its, its weird way by ways i will never be able to do or be everything you want nor vice versa but i like to think we can be the sort of people who will dare to tell each other who we really are The alternative is silence and lies, which are the real enemies of love. Um, that's a little excerpt. Here is another one. We don't need to be constantly reasonable in order to have good relationships. All we need to have mastered is the occasional capacity to acknowledge with good grace that we may, in one or two areas, be somewhat insane. That's a great one. I love that because... I think um, he, he mentions that each of us has a crazy side um, or, or some crazy in us. And, and that is very true. No one is like perfect. We come from different backgrounds, um, different ways of um, education, schooling, cultural systems. So it's, it's so true. We, we have some kind of crazy in each of us. Uh, here's another little excerpt. Children teach us to, that love is, in its purest form, a kind of service. They teach us to give without expecting anything in return, simply because they need help badly. And we are in a position to provide it. Also very true. Like um, Kids are just in their pure, um, most um, just raw essence they don't lie they don't have any preconception of anything um it's it's just uh kids are just so so amazing to watch and they are learning from us but we can learn a lot from them um here's another one about that the child teaches the adult something else about love that genuine love should involve a constant attempt to interpret with maximal generosity what might be going on at any time beneath the surface of difficult and unappealing behavior. Mm, very true. It's not just children who are childlike. Adults, too, are beneath the bluster, intermittently playful, silly, fanciful, vulnerable, hysterical, terrified, pitiful, and in search of consolation and forgiveness. It's a wonderful thing to live in a world where so many people are nice to children. It would be even better if we lived in one where we were a little nicer to the childlike sides of one another. If parental kindness were enough, the human race would stagnate and in time die off. The survival of the species hinges on children eventually getting fed up and heading off into the world, armed with hopes of finding more satisfying sources of excitement. In their moments of coziness, when the whole family is piled together on the big bed 
and the mood is one of the tolerance and good humor, Rabbi is aware that someday in the not too distant future, all of this will end according to an edict of nature enacted by a most natural means, the tantrums and fury of adolescence. The continuation of families down the generation depends on the young ones eventually losing patience with their elders. It would be a tragedy if the four of them still wanted to lie here with, with their limbs and legs in another 25 years' time. And this is, this is funny because it, it makes me think about my teenage, teenage daughter who is almost 18. And definitely we went through a phase in adolescence when, when she probably hated both her parents and like they they need their rebellious uh, selves to come out and it's not really pleasant sometimes to be around them when they're going through that. But I guess uh, it's also that very vulnerable time of life when you're changing from kid to to not adult because you have all that in between but like you're going through all those changes of puberty and like hormones and trying to figure out figure out who you are and and it's uh embarrassing and things you're overly sensitive to stuff and and you're trying to fit in with friends so it's uh we went through all this and then when i read this phrase about it's it's just basic nature that they need to go through that and like get away and like go out into the world it makes so much sense so now i laugh but during the, that time i didn't laugh an avoidant attachment style is marked by a strong desire to avoid conflict and to reduce exposure to the other when emotional needs have not been met the avoidant person quickly presumes that Others are keen to attach them and that they cannot be reasoned with. One just has to escape, pull up the drawbridge and go cold. Regrettably, the avoidant party cannot normally explain their fearful and defensive pattern to their partner so that the reasons behind their distant and absent behavior remain clouded and are easy to mistake for being uncaring and unengaged when in fact the opposite is true. The avoidant party cares very deeply. Indeed, it is just that loving has come to feel far too risky. Oh, this this was a great um, eye-opening concept because he talks about the, the avoidant um, style. Some people have the avoidant style. Some people have the, the attachment style. Um, and I think some people are just like, very well balanced, um, I guess, and they're secure. Um, so they they can express themselves, they can uh, say what they're feeling and, and um, engage in conversation with the partner. Um, but when I read about this, I think I recognize some of, some of this um, avoidant style in myself. So I don't know, but it, 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 it definitely, um, turn a light on in my head when I was reading about this. Uh, this is another one that is a good one. Love is a skill, not just an enthusiasm. Uh, few in the world are ever simply nasty. Those who hurt us are themselves in pain. The appropriate response is hence never cynicism nor aggression, but 
at the rare moments one can manage always love. This um, also very nicely put, um, we've heard before like hurt people hurt people. So it's uh, when people are hurt and they come from a place of fear and embarrassment and who knows um, what they went through. Um, but I think his answer is also the best. It's like always love if we can manage. What has conveniently looked like a single relationship, in fact, sits across so many evolutions, disconnections, renegoci renegotiations, intervals of distance and emotional homecoming that he has in truth gone through at least a dozen divorces and remarriages just to the same person. Uh, so this is um, a couple that has gone through a few years together. And, and I think this makes a lot of sense um, because it's like you're a new person. Sometimes even every day, like you're like, you feel like you change, right? We change. And, and this is true. Like you, we, we die many times, I guess, in, in our lifetime and we become new people. And then in a relationship, um, you need to meet, meet the other one in the middle somehow, but you, you both go through changes. Um, we were all necessarily less that less than ideal parented. Choosing a person to marry is hence just a matter of deciding exactly what kind of suffering we want to endure, rather than of assuming we have found a way to skirt the rules of emotional existence. Enlightened romantic pessimism simply assumes that one person can't be everything to another. There can only ever be a good enough marriage. He is ready for marriage because he is prepared to love rather than be loved. That's so cute. The partner best suited to us is not the one who miraculously happens to share every taste, but the one who can negotiate differences in taste with intelligence and good grace. And so that was like the few ex excerpts I wanted to highlight that I, but I remember I was highlighting so many parts of that book so I, I really recommend it. Again, the name is The Course of Love by Alain de Botton. And also he has uh, great um, uh, talks on YouTube if you look him up. And, and he's super funny. So he has a really good sense of humor as well. So I really recommend it. Uh, okay. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening.